We got your phone tapped. What you gonna do? It's uh. about to go down. tuned in the phone tap a thought-provoking social commentary about all things that matter in our community here are brother muhammad fiasco montana and beats what's up y'all welcome to phone tap i'm brother muhammad today i'm with beats and fiasco uh montana's still in philippines with the wifey he's not here with us today but we're back you know what i'm saying what up? Nobody up? does washed '90s uh, <laughs> hip hop references better than Brother Muhammad. Listen, that's man. that's your lane. We just had a Brandy yeah. and Monica versus battle. The '90s are back. Let's go. <laughs> just, they're having a moment <laughs> right now. And if you mess with Brandy, I gotta bruise your chin. <laughs> 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 Wash or from Helly Hansen and men, or from Helly Hansen and many men. That was a good track. Bro. Come on, let's be real. You know, Dark Child. Oh, oh, what the hell? Top 100%. of the world. Hundred percent. Absolutely, it's a classic. Yeah, but you know what it is? That kind of that kind of verses I could I couldn't get with just because it's like it just wasn't my lane. You know, that's like the you know. That's like, <clears throat> no, because it's somebody's. That's like somebody's sister's like playlist yeah that's true I listen, yeah, yeah, you know what i'm saying no exactly it's a good beat but like i'm like i want to rock with it but like, damn yeah my sister listens to this yeah I, I mean i could enjoy it but i wouldn't be tuned in like a fan fan you know yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah, and, yeah. Uh, did you did oh, you put it did makai did makai pfeiffer end up like I, can, I can't remember which one he ended up choosing in the video did he end up choosing brandy and then monica showed up or did he choose monica know, the door closed i showed up i don't know door closed or not. no the door opened and it's one of them he had to choose remember because he went to the you know what I'm saying? And then he realizes they both know each other. I think he chose so, both. That, he did the Lou Williams thing. No, he's not. Oh, he's not Muslim. Man. It's not how it works. No, no. <laughs> he did the Lou Williams. He, just, <laughs> he did the Lou no, Williams. I'm like, pretty you know sure what? he ends up choosing one, and the other shows up, and then the whole thing blows up in his face. Isn't that how it? I guess the better question for... is, who should he have chosen? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna... I guess it's, uh, it comes down to a uh, matter of taste. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a matter <laughs> of uh, what is it? Preference, okay. But uh, I guess uh, I don't know. If I'm a young Makai Fife, give me you the one that think about. didn't. You know what? You know, here's one. I'll give you two, two, two reasons why I can't really pick. One is I'm a big Ray J fan. So if if it's Brandy, that means you know you get to become good friends with Ray J. Who wouldn't want to become good friends with Ray J? Just saying. Hundred uh, percent. But then, do you really want to be with the person that's you know it's like got this like vehicular homicide charge? And that it's always gonna just kind of come up. Uh-huh. It's like, oh yeah, you're with a felon. Ah, ooh, like, nah. The safe pick is. is, is I think I'd go Monica. Why Good question. Atlanta, though. She's, she's I think there. you have to look at. Yeah, she has vehicular homicide. It's just not on the record. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, guess, I think you have to look at career earnings and and career potential. <laughs> ooh, uh, in, in ninety-eight. In ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moesha, you know. Moesha That's what I mean. You know, Moesha was. M to the, yeah. <laughs> O to the, and you know you're 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 like you said you're a brother-in-law with uh, brothers-in-law eventually with um, with Ray J and his glasses can business. Sell his can glasses sell his business is booming. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know the scooters are yeah, booming. Unbreakable. As well. <laughs> yeah, the scooters are booming as well. This guy is doing a lot. Yeah, of yeah. The Scully hats. It's it's all, it's all. Uh, I love Ray It's Ray all Ray. thriving. Ray is amazing. He really is hilarious, and he. Ooh, he's, he's, I he's, just he's, found out something. What's up? 
Monica, you'd have to be dealing with Shannon Brown in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Eventually, exactly. Is that a fight you <laughs> you want to be you want to be having? Like Chris Brown's cousin? Like, no. Yeah, really. literally. Like I'm. I've seen this guy dunk, and like that's just too much athlete for me to be trying to fight <laughs> any given moment. Yeah. So yeah. The, the fast twitch muscles would overwhelm you. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Cost benefit analysis of my life, my health. I'm good. I think I might be yeah, doing both. I think, I think you're right. Because on the other side, you have Quint Richardson. You could probably take Quint That Richardson. was brief, though. That was like, they were like a year together for like a year, I think. Was it? Man, they all know. Yeah, that. it was brief. It wasn't, it wasn't that long. It was, it was pretty brief. Whereas with, I think Shannon Brown, it was like, at least they had a kid for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe even two. But speaking of the NBA, you know, we had. Um, a 12-hour lockout, which was the, the worst boycott of all time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so this is obviously the, um, the aftermath of Jacob Blake's shooting. You know, NBA players decided to boycott, and they came back. 12 hours. There's a lot of emotions involved. Uh, the powers the that aftermath. Be, exactly. And the powers that be reminded them that, hey, uh, there's money involved, right? And then everyone got tight. It's like, ooh, okay, you know, let me come back. Uh, do you think that uh, the players are going to regret not flexing their power and not walking out and just – and completely just saying, unless laws are actually changed, we won't come back. I think that the players probably could have leveraged uh, more, but I think they just wanted to kind of take a stand, but they kind of, you know what it was? It was really the Bucks who imagined that set it off. I don't even think it was so magic. It was more the Bucks. The Bucks just said, we're not playing kind of thing. You right. know? And then the magic were like, oh, okay, well, we're going to show up, warm up, and leave. The Bucks didn't show up at all. And then the, mag the Magic were there like, well, oh, this looks stupid. Why did we come out in the first place? You guys weren't. And, you know, we're not going to accept a forfeit either. So, you know, then the, the rest of the games had to follow suit. So OKC, Houston, um, Lakers, and uh, Blazers. So uh, what happened from there is they kind of weren't prepared, I guess, to take a delayed absence or, or delayed, you know, or just to have a delay in general uh, from the game. But then they were able to, spin it and be like okay let's get some let, let's make some demands and let's try to get some of these things um taken care of whether it's polling stations or you name it and then from there they, they, they if, if what they got was polling stations out of it and went right back to playing basketball knowing there's money that could be potentially jeopardized they probably sold themselves short me personally i would have probably pulled this card right when they stopped and said oh you guys want to do a bubble you guys want to go to orlando and do all the yeah we're not coming you know, right, imagine right. if Adam Silver heard that back then while he's trying to resume the league, it would have been like, because what, what, what's the difference between Jake, uh, Jacob Blake and what was going on back then? And what's, you name it. George you Floyd. Pick any name, Floyd, yeah. any name, Breonna Taylor, it doesn't matter. There's so many, Aubrey, yeah. so many situations. So what, like, it's, it's, it's almost ironic, you know, nobody really wants to say that, like, it took a guy getting shot seven times in the back and surviving for that to happen. Well, other people lost their life. Isn't that crazy? Happening like, though. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And again, uh, when they came back, it's fine. You know, I was okay when they came back because it was, you know, they wanted to take a knee, you know, kind of show um, their frustration. Uh, they've never done that in the past. Okay. The playoffs was huge now. You know, it just started. Uh, there's a lot of eyes on the NBA. You know, they should have just left. You know, I just said, we're no, done. I would have said, we're not playing the second round. At least be strategic. At least understand that. Listen. This second round that you have scheduled with these slated games, we are not playing until we get X, Y, and Z done. Which means if you're still in the first round, continue your first round. But for those that are done early or whatever the case is, no, we're not, we're not starting. That way, whenever they're done, 
they're gonna chill until we get this resolved for however long it exactly like I, I think that would have been that would have maybe made a little bit more sense that way you're not disrupting the whole and that you're making a, a stance not just a game or two which is useless and it's not even a game exactly. or two because because uh, nothing got forfeited it was just resumed it was well that's the thing it was resumed but at least this one was we are not playing round two until you know until this like you get this this done but at the same time i think you know they don't um I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's not a great leadership thing. They're not demanding like important things, right? They keep doing this voting thing, but what about Fiasco? What do you think? What could have they done more? Um, I'm actually going to take a totally different position. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate here mm-hmm. because I think everything you guys are saying is technically true. I think like beats the suggestion of hold off on the second round is um, somebody's battery's low uh, is a good one. And I think that that would have really, you know, it, it would have been a nice marker where it's like, okay, until we get these things done, we're not resuming and it's not a random cutoff. But I don't know, are we being fair to these guys and to professional athletes? Like they maybe have a college degree. If I was to guess, I'd say a lot of them don't. They went to college, but they didn't finish it. Um, they don't have a, you know, they don't have any sort of, of background in, in political science or, or law or, you know, like any, anything that, that you can apply in this situation. And we're asking them to make these major, you know, uh, nation shaping decisions in like what, 24 hours, 48 hours. Like when they, when the Milwaukee Bucks boycotted, they met the next day, I think, and then had a follow-up meeting the day after. So within two days, we expect them to have it all figured out. Like major corporations take months before they make a major decision and come up with a plan of act of action and, you know, and, and a whole like agenda for what needs to be done. And we're kind of asking them in this crazy bubble to to figure things out no because no, they think, had the whole summer they had the whole summer that four months no but they but didn't the have the whole summer yeah because the floor can no, happen all these yeah, things were happening so they had a lot of but, time to think and come up but, with a plan maybe yeah but i mean again like is that their job they're i don't know it, do they care it's though, weird the two, that's the thing after, do they care are they just saying it's, it's weird care, but it's it's weird that like you know african-american athletes and well, I, now that I think about it, it's not even just African-American athletes. It's black athletes. Because I remember back in the day, do you guys remember that story? Um, Didier Drogba, he's a, uh, he's a striker for Chelsea and he's from Ivory Coast. And he met with these rebel forces and brokered a peace between the rebels and the government because, you know, both sides loved them. And it's like, that's what it takes? Like for black people, it takes our athletes to bring peace? That's, that's crazy to me. That's not their job. You know, it's sad, but that's that. But it's true, you know. Like you gotta I, have some I sort of Ali, common ground. I think I think Muhammad Ali or Muhammad Ali, as his name was, you know, little known fact, yeah. um, was a, a, a unique and special case. And mashallah, he was just blessed with a level of conviction and a clarity. And he was one man. You know what I mean? It's just his career. He's an individual sport athlete. You know. Now you're asking, how many athletes do you think are in the bubble right now? 300? Oh, to to, to oh, come so. together and figure all this out? I don't know. I think, I think we're being no. a little unfair. I think we're being... No, little, it's not being unfair. No, it's not um, being unfair. Because here's the thing. NBA does have power. And we've seen them actually flex power for other groups. Two years ago, three years ago, I think 2014, 15, whenever it was, um, there was a controversial bill that was passed in Carolina. 
there was a controversial law. The All-Star was going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so the NBA said, hey, there's a lot of backlash. And the LGBTQ T group said um, that we're going to be... <laughs> you said T twice. Ooh, uh, you um, just throw letters out. Yeah, just hoping for the best. I have a lot of letters. So, I don't know. <laughs> so, so what happened was they... Uh, they demanded change. They said, otherwise, you know, we'll, you know, we'll basically create a lot of you know, headache for you guys. So they said, okay. Um, they contacted the, the officials and they said, you need to change the laws or we're not coming to, uh, to Charlotte for the All-Star game. And this is just a weekend All-Star game, right? It creates a lot of revenue for your city for sure, but it's, just, it's only a weekend. And they said, no, we're not going to change it. Okay. Uh, within just a couple of months, they decided to go to New Orleans and they switched it up and they said, we're not coming. And they continued to, uh, to pressure them. And within a couple of months, they changed the entire law and they came back the next year uh, to Charlotte. So the NBA has that power. So if they wanted to, to make some changes on police reform, the NBA players can pressure them or don't talk about it. Be like Michael Jordan and say, I'm just an athlete. Don't say okay. that, oh, we hate this. We're fed up. We're tired. You know, Black Lives Matter, putting up a bunch of social media posts. It becomes just white noise. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already doing nothing. I'm gonna, yeah. And you boycott uh, You know, so then you took that step and you said, I'm not playing. And then within 12 hours, you say, okay, fine, we'll come back. Like, so like, what happened? Yeah. Like, no laws that got changed in 12 hours. Okay. I'm going to respond to both points because you made two points. First okay. one is uh, the NBA flexed their muscle with that um, uh, transgender bathroom use law, right? right. What, what, do you think, what do you think is, is the, the, the magnitude of police reform laws? Because you're talking about one individual law in one state. And it's not, really, it's not really a systemic change. It's just, just transgenders can't use bathrooms. That's really, that's really self-contained. We're asking these guys to solve the problem of police brutality in America. That's not one law. That's probably like 20 laws per right. state. But take Do you the, know what I mean? Like the magnitude exactly, of, of the, what we're asking of yeah. them uh, is so much greater than this one quick fix thing. And then the second point that you made, which mm-hmm. is, um, be like Michael Jordan, say Republicans buy sneakers too and call it a day and you, you don't care about the thing. I don't know, man. I think, I think they get points for actually caring. They might not know how to execute and they might not know like how to make a difference, but you can't fault people for actually wanting to try to do something and maybe not having the answers. You know? And, and personally, personally and, and you know, this is a recurring theme uh, mm. on the phone tap pod, uh, I blame LeBron James because he's the supposed face of the NBA and he's always the vaguest about Vegas. Vegas? That's a word, right? He's always the least clear yeah. Yeah. about what needs to happen. He does, the more than, he does the more than a vote thing and he says, you yeah. know, you need to respect us, but like you don't see him out on the front lines. You don't see him doing what Jalen Brown did. You don't see him, you know, he, he's very, California. Yeah, he's very, yeah, he's very corporate. Um, because you know why? Because he wants to be an owner. He's a he brand. Be, no, because he wants to be an owner and there's billionaires. Like, uh, there's people yes. who have like $30, $40 billion who want to own an NBA team and these owners are denying them because I think, they erupt the, you know, some, uh, some owners the wrong way or whatever. And all these guys are businessmen, right? So like, it's all about relationships and LeBron just wants to kind of play both ways, right? He wants to show the community that I care about you guys and at the same time, uh, the owners, I'm kind of with you guys, you know, like, you know, I'm a corporate boy and I can play the game. Uh, so one day you can let me into your house, right? And yeah. allow me to be an owner. Right? Totally. Jordan did, and, right? So Jordan played the game, right? And then uh, yeah. they let him in. He's not the only billionaire in the world or the only black billionaire that wants to own a team. You know, but you got to play the game. 
Yeah. And so that I think like, I, I agree with what you and Beat said. I guess my closing remark is we might be being, we might be a little hard on these people. The people who really should be held accountable are these fucking politicians, you know, whether it's in state Congress or Senate or, you know, the federal, the actual U.S. Congress and, and Senate. Those are the people with, it's their job to fix this problem. Do you know what I mean? And they're the ones who are talking out of both sides of their mouth. I don't think we should be asking basketball players, you know, to solve the problem. of No, no, we're not racism. asking to solve it, it's, but it's, we're making it's, it's a bit much. No, but just put the pressure on the owners, right? Because the owners are the billionaires that are giving these politicians the money to keep getting reelected. So if you put the pressure on the owners and then affect their pockets, then they'll make sure that these elected officials that they're paying their campaign funds to actually do something for these people so they can come back and make me money. That's all it is. It's just, you know, it's a game. So just you play the game, flex your power. But no, I'm, I'm kind of torn between like my original take and, uh, and Fiasco's take just because... I feel like, you know what, it, it, we can't expect that much from basketball players, not to say that we're undermining either their influence, their power, their intelligence, whatever the case may be. I just had an issue with just like, they didn't mobilize. It was so irrational. It was so, like, it was on the spot. There was no, like, it just wasn't a, a really organized and effective plan. It was, we are not playing. I'm sorry, but these guys are up till midnight. 1 a.m., 2 a.m. You're telling me they couldn't send out a big, massive text and be like, yo, everyone in Milwaukee right now? Yeah, no, on just the whole, like, them not playing. It was so abrupt. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was so unorganized. It, they, I yeah. feel like they could have done more to yeah. no, but there get were, the ball rolling. Apparently from Milwaukee, they didn't even know. Like, the whole room was split. No, Mil- no, no. Milwaukee knew. They were the only team. They were the first team to say, we're not coming out. But yeah. how, how are you in solidarity with the same people you're lining up with you know like shoulder to shoulder arm to arm like these are the people that you're literally in lockstep with but you're not even going to tell them like yo as a courtesy like hey this is our plan you know that's true because apparently don't 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 go and protest with me and then throw a molotov cocktail and i I, I, I already told you (laughs) yeah and then run away and i and i fully told you it was a peaceful process that's what what it felt like to me that's a really good analogy i agree i agree on top of that yeah. Why did you, why did they cave so fast? Well, like I said, you know, they were reminded by the money. The league came, or not the league, what they called the NBA Players Association came in and said, hey, uh, yes, uh, LeBron, you can walk out if you want. Uh, Kawhi, you can walk out. Uh, but these rookies are making like $70,000 a year. They'll lose that money. You know, they won't make the, the remaining 30 or 40 that they need. So then what's going to happen, right? Are you going to cover that bill? You know? No, but then. So that's I, what it I is. Mean, so they were reminded by that. And everybody just said, okay, fine. Yeah, you know, the top can leave, but it's not fair for the rest. Well, no, that's the thing. I don't think there's anybody in the bubble right now that's even, you know, on any team right now that's making, like, less than what we, we any of us would probably make. Yeah, Ball Ball. Ball, but, uh, ball, ball is making $75,000 a year. No, he's not, man. He Stop. He is. No, he's not. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to have to look that one up. Because <laughs> okay. I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think, I don't, okay, maybe. Maybe he is, but I, I just strongly I, doubt it. But, you, know why I think, you know why I think that's not true? Isn't literally the, the absolute minimum you can make an NBA contract is like eight hundred and fifty thousand or something like that. It's like close to a million. Uh, Nobody makes no, less th- than that. I, 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 no, I money think was lost. He might be two way. He might. He might be two way. Oh, he got that three sixty. Yeah, he's like three sixty. He's like janky. That janky. He's got a janky promoter. Oh my god! He better go <laughs> out there and tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you better get but no. That's the, that, that's the only reason why I think it could. He could be in that two hundred. 
maybe seven. You dropped it late too, range. so like your second round is not guaranteed income. You know, the first it's round true. is really what I'm about saying like is, isn't that money paid mm-hmm. the season, and then you get paid a different salary in the playoffs? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what happened during the bubble, right? Because like, the majority think, of the year, like if I'm if I'm a random Joe Schmo second rounder on the Hawks, no, I have not paid up my whole salary. No, because according to the CBA, the money doesn't go to the players if there's some sort of like natural disaster or pandemic. Or yeah, it's the doomsday clause or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, doomsday clause, exactly. So no one got paid then. That's what it is, right? But unless you're getting paid through, you know, your... Uh, no, your but then, okay, from October, to whatever, March. whenever the season starts, October to March, to yeah. March yeah. how much was there left in the... It's, no, but how much of the season was left? The regular season is done in like April, like April something. Right. So like they would have got 80 to 90% of their pay, would they not? No, so you get so paid I, in the playoffs too, though. You get a bonus. No, but it's a different. No, but that's like it's a different. It's a different. It's not the same pay. I think it's different. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think they just they were just uh, reminded somehow that hey, this is not a good idea. No, and I I agree. I just think it was for next year, like the CBA Maybe. for next year. Like yeah, it's not gonna stay flat. Like it's gonna go down, and then now it's gonna it's not gonna make a cre- it's not gonna create a even playing three teams. Maybe like listen, you know, to give them the benefit of the doubt, uh, the players might be saying, okay, you know what, let's just finish out this bubble. And let's just see what these owners actually do. Let's see what comes from November. And if we don't see like any sort of changes, if there's still more deaths uh, by police or shooting by police, then we'll just not show up for the next season. Then we're done. It really helps you with your uh, big three in Africa narrative that you want to start. Exactly. Let's hope they'll come back to Africa. I think, I think you're underselling it. I think you wanted a whole NBA in Africa, not an not a ice cube run league. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm telling you. With four, point, no, with four, point four shots, points. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I know what he wanted, but I'm telling you what it will probably become. It's, it's probably going to be like half court, big three in Angola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're saying the ceiling is a lot lower than, uh, than maybe, he thinks. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think we're going to get like, uh, we're not going to get like a washed up LeBron playing a washed up KD. No, no. no. And, pay, and, getting them, and, them, and them both getting like 50 million. Exactly. All right. So moving Long on. Tax. So let's move on to the leagues now. Steve Nash, you know, shout out to Steve Nash from Vancouver, Victoria. A coaching Which job. It? Which is it? Uh, Victoria, Victoria. Victoria. Uh, both, Thank both. You. BC is from BC. You know I mean? He came out to uh, Vancouver. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to him. He just became the newest head coach of the Brooklyn Nets with no coaching experience. And Stephen A. Smith actually point was that this was white privilege. You know, there's a lot of black coaches that are still waiting. They paid their dues and they're being overlooked. So uh, the NFL has three black coaches, right? They have uh, 32 teams. They got three black coaches. The NBA has three black coaches out of 30 teams. Uh, 68% of the players in the NFL are black, while 74% of the players in the NBA are black. And we keep this in the NFL as being racist and not down for the cause. Uh, but is the NBA putting on the biggest front? And are they as racist and an enemy of black progress as the rest of the league? Anyone can tell uh, Okay. That's, there's a lot. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to make one point. 74% of the, of the players in the NBA are black. And so I guess what we're saying is 74% of the coaches should be black. 74% of the GMs no. should be black. 75% of the owners. It shouldn't be three, what? though. It shouldn't be okay. three coaches, right? And you just fired a coach in New Orleans, a black coach, Alvin Gentry, when he didn't have his star play for the whole year. He kind of sucked. Like, okay. that's the thing is we can't. He didn't have, no, but he didn't have Zion do, the whole year, though. Yeah, well, he sucked. Like, he really was poor. They, get, they, they gave him. Let's give him a chance, a though. Like, what do you mean, quite a while? What do you mean, give him a chance? He, he, just had exactly, a, he just had a good team right now. A year ago, like he, he had um, AD that didn't want to play. He, he never had his own team. He was not good no, at his no. job. Okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. But then, like, how many black coaches right now? He had the job for a while. He had the job for five years. He was there for five years. 
I'll yeah. give you an example. Um, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell has worked under a lot of great coaches and been with a lot of good teams that have done a lot of good things. And he's, and he's paid his dues, right? And he played in a championship team, right? And he knows how to win. And he never even got a chance to be a coach. And Steve Nash, listen, I love Steve Nash. He's a good hire, but I'm just saying, you know, a white player can be just a great player and have some connections and then become a coach without even paying his dues. So can a, so can a black player. Uh, and I'll let Beats... I'll let Beats take this one. Uh, I'm thinking of Derek Fisher, who paid no dues whatsoever. Okay, yeah, Derek just Fisher, Doc no Rivers. Zero, zero. No yeah, Doc Rivers okay. as well. Very no, undeserving. Listen. Yeah, it's a you Doc know, Rivers. Right? Okay, so there you go. I just, no, but, so I just, I just, but I just how many white coaches, narrative. no, but how many white coaches get recycled? How many white coaches get the chance without even paying their dues versus the rest of them? You know, like Mark Jackson, okay, fine. Maybe his attitude is an issue, they said. Oh, that was a while ago. Maybe he changed. He doesn't get a chance. Yeah, like I said, Sam Cassell doesn't get a chance. You know, I spoke to Rod Strickland in Vegas and he said the same thing. I don't get a chance, you know? Rod Strickland, as a player, had a very poor attitude. No, but his, le- his leadership qualities were always... But he's never getting an concern, assistant coach. As you know he saying? shouldn't. <laughs> would you hire Rod? No, seriously, would you hire Rod yes, Strickland? Yes. You watch 90s ball. No, bro. Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. 90s ball. He's not the same as he was in the 90s. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did we just... Did, did you guys just say Rod Strickland hasn't been getting looks like as a coach? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's a, the NBA. That's bro, he's, he's, he's been on the Kentucky men's basketball In the NBA. Yeah, Kentucky, I know. Exactly what I'm saying. He paid his dues. Okay, but there's great coaches in college that don't always get to make the league. Okay, you so gotta, you think that three you're coaches? Coaching, you're coaching. You're basically coaching the 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 like like the farm team for the NBA. You're, you're coaching Kentucky. Yes, and he never, Yes, but he wants to go to the NBA though. That's him paying his dues. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna get a player development job with the Knicks. You probably will. I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. Stay tuned. No, no, no. I know. I There's a lot of Kentucky coming in. Time out. Time out. I, I'm saying that as somebody that's actually tuned into like the rumblings, the news, the rumors. Oh, I'm not laughing like it's a joke. I know you're serious. Okay, okay, guys, guys, guys. No, no, Three I know, coaches I know. Just, though. How many GMs? But I are also black? want to point out that first of all, the Knicks. Can we just quickly say the Knicks are going to break the whole format for collusion and tampering? They're just gonna they're gonna change the game with how dirty. Malad, their, yes. their, their, uh, their operations is going to be. Can we just quickly say that as an aside? Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> the, the moment Leon Rose was rumored to be taking over the president of basketball operations job, he didn't take the job right away because he still had some last, you know, he had to close off everything, tie up some loose ends, a CAA. But what was rumored was that World Wide West would join in some sort of capacity, whether big, small, behind the scenes. Uh, actual position with the organization nobody knew then quickly they said he might not be and then what happened right after he joined but there was like about a two to three month delay in between and what that tells me is he was out here tampering the fuck out of the entire nba in every kentucky nike lebron like you guys gotta remember this guy's reach is he's good friends with lebron good friends with jordan Good friends with Jay Z, good friends with John Calipari, good friends with Leon Rose. How Drake. many basketball people, Drake even, how many basketball people can he, like, what is his reach? Octopus arms. Like, that's some crazy reach. That's, that's CAA, fine, guys. Listen, clutch, Nike. another Knicks, another Knicks. Uh, I love that. I love to hear it because, it, it, you know, it, it, it's. Is it's the NBA racist? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'd rather talk about the Knicks than this than that because 
yeah, okay, fine, they're racist. But your examples suck. Like, Alvin Gentry should have been fired a long time ago. Okay, but uh, no, he was no, there no, no, for no, five years. Five okay, years. but there's three coaches in the NBA who are black, right? There's no owners. There's no... There, oh, there's one owner. We okay, were just sorry, talking so there's about one, okay, yeah. there's one Jordan owner. Jordan's not black. Jordan. He's Jordan. He's not black. I'm OJ. Okay, there's one. Okay, there's one owner. And how many GMs yeah. are there that are black? I don't know. It's your uh, Jerry, you, you tell me. Masai, Jerry, no, no, we're not listing Masai, Masai them off the top of my head. Yeah, we're not listing them off the top of Masai, my head. Masai, Jerry, you know. that's all I know. Like, you know, like, you know, you're honestly. Uh, Scott Perry is one. Yeah, you're not Scott doing that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, fine. You're not doing your homework. You're not doing your homework. Okay, but no, but it's handful. what I'm saying. Handful, right? But then they keep doing this. Black Lives Matter. We care about, like, it's fake is what I'm saying. The NFL at least okay. keeps it real. You know, hey, what do call? Don't kneel. We don't like that kind of shit. You know, like we're good old white boys here. You know, go play football and you know shut the fuck up. That's it, right? And I respect that, but don't be fake. Is what I'm saying, right? We keep giving the NBA a pass because what? Adam Silver uh, banned Donald Sterling because he called someone a nigger. Oh, oh yeah, you know they care about black people. No, they don't. Care about okay. black people is giving them what they call actual now, jobs, giving them some progress. It's so, so here, here's my here's my thing about the um not just the banner Steve Nash thing. The Steve Nash thing, the one thing that bothers me is, yes, he has no real, I guess, head coaching experience. But the problem yeah, with that also is we're not, we're not thinking that this guy is two-time MVP, multiple-time All-Star Hall of Fame Steve Nash. Right. Where is someone like that going to get his coaching chops? The difference with him and other players is other players have to go and Team work Canada. as us. No, hold on. You have to work in as an assistant. You have to work as a player development coach. You have to work as, uh, you have to go to the college ranks. Sometimes you got to go wherever you can, get your coaching chops and work your way up, right? Mm -hmm. You guys remember Darvin Ham? Darvin Ham. Yeah. Long time Bucks player, played for the Pistons, whatever. Denver, yeah. That guy's, yeah, he's he's been an assistant coach for quite some time. For a lot, yeah, exactly. I know. Right? But the thing is, Steve Nash's name alone, you can't bring him into the fold as just an assistant coach or a player development right. coach. Like it's, it it's just it doesn't. I don't why can't D'Antoni bring him in? Just weird. No, but no, I don't. Why can't no, D'Antoni no, bring him in? D'Antoni can no, bring no, him in. No, no, no. I think no, there's no, an ego involved Muhammad. as well. You're missing the beats. You're missing beats's point, which is you can't have Steve Nash on your bench. It's almost a distraction if he's not the head coach. Every day, yep. the, co- the, coach, the coach would have to be looking over their shoulders. You know, oh, when is Steve Nash going get, to get his shot? Blah, blah, blah. Jason like, Kidd right now on the Lakers. Yeah, but Jason, yeah, but Jason no, Kidd flopped. No, Jason, no, Jason, Jason Kidd Jason flopped. Kidd, Jason know. Kidd got Jason. his shot, and he flopped. No, That's Jason another guy that got his shot as well. Him is, he's not a two-time MVP. Like, he's not. His, he's not a, like, and Steve Nash is going to do great. You know, he is going to be. I'm by like, the way, yes, that's what I was going to say. Yes, no, he's going to be amazing. No, he's going to be great. He's a smart, smart player. But I'm just saying... A black player, you know, for example, like Scottie Pippen, who has, you know, the same accolades. I'm Scottie Pippen. They can't get a head coaching job but, okay, with their former also, team. His former team sucks. They his really suck. Co- you want to know why? Yeah. He, Ownership, he wants you to mean? Go and play. Yes. Okay. They, you know they have the worst medical staff in the entire NBA? This is, oh, a, this is a professional sports organization. Yeah, They're notorious for misdiagnosing injuries. Did you know that? They are one of the worst franchises because the owner doesn't even want to pay people sometimes. Yeah. And they're in the third largest media market in North America. Right. And they're yeah. cheap as shit. Like, that, again, it's, it's bad examples. Do you know what I mean? Like, Scottie Pippen not getting it because Reinsdorf is, 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 a, 
is a bad owner is not a systemic racism problem. It's shitty ownership. It's a Reinsdorf problem. problem. It's yeah. a Reinsdorf problem, yeah. And I'm not saying you're wrong, um, Brother Mahat. I think, I think you're right. I think that they, you know what it they is? They put on a big front is what I'm saying. You know, what it is? no, you know what it is? They're no different than any other corporation. That's what it's I'm saying. Just, they have to put on a big front because their, their, their talent is predominantly black and their right. talent actually cares about social issues. You know what I mean? So they have to do right. that. Um, you're not wrong, but at the same time, I just wanted to push back on some of your, some of your examples. But, Listen, uh, give Alvin Gentry a chance. He, ha- he finally no. got a player. He finally got no, a player. He finally got a Zion. Just give him one full year of Zion, and if he doesn't be a top five team, I'll give you an example you can appreciate. I'll give you an example you can appreciate. Toronto Raptors fired oh, black coach Dwayne Casey hired a white coach I've never been happier no, no. to see this yeah, uh, this uh, racist, racist I love this Casey, racist but... act I've never been happier I to see this racist Casey. act, Casey. act. <laughs> oh I agree. my god this, I agree let racism you. continue if it gets Dwayne Casey the fuck out of here <laughs> so we can get some real coaching please let's let's, let's, let's discriminate against against these chopper suit wearing yeah, black left. coaches <laughs> y'all remember Rachel Dolezal right yep the one that pretended to be yeah, black yeah yeah Oh, yeah. Of course, right here, uh, Spokane, Washington. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Northwest. Exactly. Uh, so we have another professor from George Washington University, and her name is Jessica Krug, or Krug, whatever her name professor is. Professor of Afro Studies. <laughs> she publicly identified herself as North African and African American and of Caribbean descent through most of her adult life. So different places that she lived, she uh, was different, I guess. I thought she identified as being ultra black, the opposite of the <laughs> 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 exactly oh, right but she yeah. apologized apparently as she described herself as being a cultural leech so what should be the punishment for these two and the others that are still masquerading as black who are actually white i say you either there's two ways you either give them the opposite of 40 acres and a mule like they owe us 40 acres and a mule right or you put them through like what they say they think they are so like okay you say you're black now you have to go and live the actual like the real black experience. Like you okay. have to go live section in section eight. eight. You, okay. have to, you have to go live in section eight. You have to go live off food stamps. Mm. You have to be like 12 to a three bedroom uh, apartment or something. Like that's what you have to go and experience, right? Whether it's generational poverty, drug abuse, um, you know, uh, systemic racism, just, you know, people in your family in and out of jail, just absolute, like the worst of the worst situations. Like since you grew up with all this privilege and then one day decided to just be black because you think it's cool or you just, you hate yourself or something, whatever the case is. You live the lifestyle. You know? No, now, now, now you are subject to go and walk a mile in, um, in a black person's shoes because now you need to go and realize like, because you don't know anybody like this, you're going to now experience this fresh hands. Yeah, let's I put mean, it in the worst the, black neighborhood ever. Yeah, or just the worst situations ever, right? Like, she could actually be in an affluent area and just be, like, pulled over every... Or, or, or people can be, like, walking on the same side of the street and just cross the street and be like, why are you here? Just that treatment, right? Like, that, that xenophobic treatment, that, uh, that feeling of being, like, less than, not good enough, or anything like that, or even just worse than that, to be honest. So I think that, to me, is probably the best punishment. But to be honest, people like that, once they get figured out, that's all it takes. Once the hoax is done once the, the 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 whole charade is done and people figure out oh this person is actually not black that is enough for you to be like on suicide watch because dolezal there's a whole documentary on it on netflix yeah and like she has like uh i think two kids she adopted her brother and it goes into a bit of her life and you kind of feel sorry for her because like 
she came from a really shitty background. She just didn't have. So any she identified as black. I guess that's what it is. Like she came from a black background. Yes. Like, no. Yes. Stop. She basically yeah. like grew up like on a farm or something. I'm just paraphrasing. She grew up on a farm. Or I think her parents were like some weirdo cult racist type people. They like went out of their way to like adopt black kids, like abuse them and stuff. Damn. And then what she did was she took those adopted siblings of hers and ran away with to protect them. So she's actually like deep down a good person. So the brother and sister that she had, I mean, she was raising them. And then the sister ended up moving out or something, doing her own thing. She raised the brother like all the way to like adulthood. She had two kids of her own. But then once the whole ritual Dolezal thing happened, it was like they got so embarrassed that like, because they have her last name, that everywhere they went in Spokane, it was like she would drive them to the barber and then they'd be like, yo, can you just like park like far away and we'll walk? Because we don't want to get like heckled or yelled at or like recorded or you know what I mean? So their whole life became like a joke, you know, like they go to school, they get picked on and things like that. Like even the oldest, um, not the son, but the, the adopted brother, uh, he ended up like moving away to like Spain and like never coming back. So like, yo, it's messed up. It's messed up. Like you feel bad for her, but you don't because at the end of the documentary, you're thinking, man, like maybe she's going to make some changes. This lady ends up changing her name to like Afini Shakur, like, Olafemi, <laughs> something like some deep African name. Like it, it's crazy because I thought she would learn her lesson. She didn't learn her lesson. No, 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 no. She stuck to her guns right in the beginning, right? She, uh, she was confronted, and that's the difference between her and Jessica. That she at least said, "Okay, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you caught me." But, but, but the, the thing is, is like why? Like that's all it takes. I think. I think like, once you get caught, that's all it takes. Social media, internet, people. No, but like Rachel like, does, generation. Stuck to her guns, though. This, as well. She did. Wow, but why? Like she can't live a normal life anymore. You know that? Ah, who cares? Like Join you know her her her, her adopted brother. No, no, her adopted brother was applying to college at the time, and he was trying to go to Howard. When they saw that Rachel Dolezal is like his guardian, they're like, ah, no. I think in a weird way, like everything that you just said, beats is like, well, she's paying the price for it. You know, she is. She was a respected member of her community, and now she's not. And sometimes that's punishment enough. Like if society turns on you, whether it's online or in the real world, you're never the same. She can change her name to Obafemi all she wants. Like she's not. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And she's never going to be uh, head of the end of Spokane Charter. She was, she was draped in glory and now she's not. Probably get that documentary, she made some money off of it. I'm sure there's a book deal coming for Jessica Krug, exactly. Krug or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like all the um, people like, you know, they're... I don't feel sorry for them. They use the culture for their own gains. Can we take a moment to appreciate the genius of Chappelle show and Dave Chappelle? <laughs> because that, the Clayton Bigsby black yes. KKK member, this is the, the reverse of that, right? Yeah. And, and that was what, was 15, first, 20 years ago? It was the pilot. It was his first episode. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, I, I just want to say that like, yeah. Dave Chappelle is, is a genius. Adam Sand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's definitely a one of one. Which versus battle do you guys want to see? Oh, is I got like, one. Like a must see. Rachel Dolezal versus uh, <laughs> 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 Jessica Crook. Jessica Crook. Yeah, who would win though? Who would win that one? The White House. I'm gonna say Rachel yeah. because she she'll stick to her guns. Rachel has some hits. I think Rachel just because I think she has more skin in the game. Yeah, she does. Exactly. Um, she changed it, her wait, name. Is it mel- her is it melanated ethnicity. skin? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Are they showing up bare face? I don't know. <laughs> oh. um, no makeup, no foundation. I don't know. No but 
Or blackface, who knows? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to give the edge to Dolezal. I haven't Dolezal. seen this. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen this Jessica Krug person play. I don't know what her game is. <laughs> me, I don't know how to game plan against her. Dolezal, all first fraud. Just well, we first. have we have uh, the ball is life. We have the ball is life mixtape on uh, Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's hit after hit. Is hit after hit. It's Zion. You, you know, can't miss on this kind know. of prospect. If this <laughs> prospect is on the board and a GM misses on this prospect, he <laughs> should that? be fired, okay? Who produced this thing? Ball is life, then. No, no, cut it out. Um, but but this Jessica Jessica Krug character, she doesn't have the reps. You know, it's grainy footage. Well, that's it for this episode. Where can they reach us, Fiasco? Uh, well, Montana currently in the Philippines. Uh, is he still setting, uh, uh, getting our call center set up? Uh, yeah, or is. is it ready to go? No, okay. Oh, perfect. 1-800-PHONE-TAP. That's 1-800-PHONE-TAP. Uh, long distance charges may apply. Beautiful. And I'm Brother Mohammed. Fiasco. And I may or may not be the artist speaks. Beautiful. Peace. Thanks for listening. Join the conversation. Hit us up at Phone Tap Pod. That's Phone Tap P-O-D on all social media platforms.